Today on CityCast Chicago, an online publication based here in the city is feeling a lot less Chicago. This week, several employees at the AV Club quit after their bosses said they had to move out to L.A. or lose their jobs. We talked to one staffer who said that wasn't really much of a choice. It's Thursday, January 20th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. The AV Club was founded in 1993 for people immersed in pop culture and entertainment media to a somewhat obsessive degree. In December, AV Club's parent company, G.O. Media, told the seven Chicago-based employees they had until last Saturday to decide if they would move to L.A. After employees and management couldn't agree on the terms, all of them decided to leave the company. Alex Dowd is one of them. He's been the film editor for nine years. He writes under the byline A.A. Dowd. Alex, the A.V. Club, as I just said, was started back in 93, an offshoot of The Onion. Uh, Most people know The Onion as the satirical news site. What was the mission of the A.V. Club and who was the audience? Uh, Well, I certainly was not uh, with the company then, but I think the mission mission hasn't changed radically over the years. Um, I think it was always about speaking to people who uh, shared the the writers and editors' obsession with pop culture. It was kind of a space where people could write and think and be obsessive about about movies, especially at the start, but also about television, about about music, a video place where games. video games as well. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, and just a place where you could uh, you could talk and think about high and low culture. We mentioned earlier the AV Club was bought by Geo Media uh, back in 2019, and so that I mean that ownership Im- impacted places like again Onion, Jezebel, The Root. Did goals of the AV Club change? Was there any sense that like that voice would be impacted? Like was that ever communicated? I mean, there's always a, a, a you know anytime ownership of a company changes, there's uh, the the discussions, the relationship between editorial and management changes. Um, I think at the very start there was there was no it wasn't like this new company came in and said, this is how things are going to be now. When did you learn about the offer to relocate to Los Angeles? Um, it's interesting that you used the word offer. Um, it, w- it was presented to us at the beginning of December. It was an editorial meeting where they basically said, um, you can you can move to Los Angeles. The, the AV Club operations will now be based in Los Angeles. You can move there or, um, or you will be losing your job. Mm-hmm. When... You know, obviously, Geo Media's statement that that they gave us, they said that the move to L.A. was something that was in the works for two years. But I also saw in a report that, you know, the way they framed it, it was an invitation for the Chicago folks to move out there. You know, how was that communicated to you? I mean, it was 100 percent an ultimatum Mm -hmm. uh, when it was presented to us. I will say the, the language around. Uh, this being something that's been in the works for a while, I will say that that uh, before our current editor in chief took over, there was discussion, and this is before the pandemic as well, of the possibility that people could move to Los Angeles voluntarily. It said, you know, if hey, we, we're going to have an office out there. If you'd like to relocate to Los Angeles, we can talk about that. It'll be something that we would help you you pay to make the move. But it was always presented during those times, and this was right before the, the pandemic happened, it was always presented as something that was completely voluntary. Mm-hmm. That was just, hey, if you want to do this, you can. And a, num- a number of, a- of AB Club employees, including myself, considered it for a time. 
the pandemic obviously changed everyone's thinking about all of this for a while. But back then it was very much presented as, hey, if you want to come to L.A., we'll have an office there. We'd be glad to have you there. When you first heard that option, were were you interested? Was that something you were game for? I've definitely considered it. Um, okay. I, I definitely consider it Los Angeles and New York. I've never been, I, I can't speak for all of my coworkers, but I say that I, th- I think several of us at least have always had the attitude that, yeah, we would consider other cities. Um, I love Chicago. I love living here. It would have to be the right circumstances. It would have to be the right job, obviously. But I, I was never, I, I never was in a position where I said I would never move to LA. One thing we constantly hear in Chicago for people who work in entertainment uh, in some capacity is that, you know, eventually you're going to be forced to move to New York or L.A. Did you feel like to do your job and to do it well, you needed to move to L.A.? No, I mean, absolutely not. I, I, I think that it's very easy to do this job, to do cultural criticism, to write about pop culture without being in Los Angeles. I mean, there are obviously there are many, many, many publications all around the country and around the world that write very intelligently and and very um, with a lot of popularity about Hollywood and about the film industry. I think the notion that we somehow need to be right there in Hollywood to cover it um, is is a fallacy. Hmm. Well, in a statement, a Geo Media spokesperson told us this relocation will bring the AV Club closer to the industry it covers, allowing the site to grow its entertainment relationships while providing more access to important events and talent. You know, what would you say to that? I think I think the problem with that line of thinking, I will say, is that um, I think one of the things that's made AV Club special, and as long as I've been reading it since you know since the early two thousands, and as long as I've been been writing for it, is that we are not beholden to um, to the industry itself. Um, I, I, I think that uh, part of part of the idea behind going to Los Angeles is that we have a greater presence at things like junkets. And be part of that machine, that sort of publicity machine. But Chicago has always been, I mean, just for for sheer reasons of geography, if nothing else, we've always been separate from that. And I think it's allowed an outside perspective that you don't always get with um, with people who are based in Los Angeles and who are covering the film industry as quote unquote insiders. I think being outsiders provides a really valuable perspective, and and I think it's one of the reasons that people. Have, have traditionally loved the AV Club is that we do not, you know, if, if you read a piece at the AV Club, it doesn't read like somebody who who is scrambling for access all the time. It's people who are, are interested in pop culture and can write about it outside of that direct sphere. Yeah. Uh, you and your colleagues are union members of the Writers Guild East. What was your union asking the company to for an order for you and your Chicago-based colleagues to to feel comfortable with moving, if that was your ultimate choice? We met the ultimatum with some requests. Uh, we talked about um, obviously asking for a cost of living increase. I mean, Los Angeles is the, I think we kind of looked at the numbers, Los Angeles is supposedly the ninth most expensive city in the world. Um, it's, it's obviously much more expensive than Chicago. Yeah, so we were asking for a cost of living increase. We were asking for a larger stipend in terms of uh, the money being um, uh, being provided to make the move across the country. Um, we were asking for a little more flexibility on making the move itself. I mean, again, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and right now we are also experiencing something of a surge um, in infection rates. So it's it's this exact moment right now, even within the larger framework of the pandemic, is a is a kind of scary, dangerous time. We were basically asking for just a little bit more time as well. You know, maybe we don't have to make this decision by six weeks after we were given the ultimatum. Maybe we can have a little longer to make the decision about uprooting our lives. And maybe we can have a little bit longer to move out there. I mean, the reality is we've been doing this job remotely for two years. 
I mean, we, we've been yeah. we, we, we've proven, I think, that we can that this is a job that you can do from anywhere because we've been doing it from our homes for two years because of the pandemic. So it, it, we were really just asking for them to move on a few things, and um, they didn't they didn't move on much. A spokesperson from Geo Media told us, and I quote. The relocation offered to the Chicago staff members was made in compliance with the recently negotiated union collective bargaining agreement. We do regular compensation audits and feel the AV club's pay scales are very competitive with the rest of the industry. Geo Media declined invitations to join us for an interview. We'll be right back. But it, this is beyond just negotiations and, you know, offering what you think it's fair. It's also about, as you said, communicating with people about their job prospects in the middle of a pandemic. And I think one thing that really kind of felt like it lacked a sense of loyalty was, you know, the company gave you all a January 15th deadline on deciding whether to move. But before you all made your decision, there was a job posting for a film editor, your job. Uh, out in LA. I mean, how did you find out about that? I woke up one morning and uh, through union channels, I learned about it. It was something that, um, yeah, I, I I was surprised to see that. I have to say, surprised is 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 probably an understatement for for uh, my reaction that morning. I was very disappointed to see that because it felt it it seemed like a really bad faith thing to do when you're when the official messaging to the employees is we want to keep you. We're just moving operations to Los Angeles, I mean, the company set the deadline. They said January 15th was a deadline they set, and we were adhering to that. To do it nine days early, to not just wait nine days for our decision before posting it, I mean, how much does that how much does that extra week or so really mean in terms of finding somebody to replace us if we don't take the offer? No, I hear you. The GO spokesperson said posting those positions was a preemptive move as a contingency in case y'all didn't relocate. But like you said, you still have more than a week to decide. Did that push you to make your final decision to lead a company? Uh, this, this was a complicated decision in a lot yeah. of ways, and it, a lot of things went into it. I, I would be lying to you if I said that that job posting didn't have an effect on my decision whether or not to to take this offer, as you put it earlier, from management. Um yeah, but there were a lot of factors that went to it. And the big one was, I mean, for me, I think the biggest one was um, I'm not going to do my job for less money. Yeah, I'm not going to take a pay cut to continue doing the same job. I'm just not going to do it. I mean, AV Club, from an outsider's perspective, you know, always match the Chicago vibe, right? The, these outsiders commenting on, on pop culture, shaping pop culture. Do you feel like as those positions move, as operations move to Los Angeles, will will AV Club feel different no, that it's no longer in Chicago? Well, it certainly will not be written and edited by by people who have been with the company for a long time. I, I in terms of the identity of the site, I, I guess that would just really depend on who ends up taking over these positions. I mean, maybe it will be people who have. Um, who have similar sensibilities, um, but I do think I, I, I do think Chicago has been a part of uh, at least the attitude I think of yeah. of this website for a long time, and it's um, I hope it's something that can endure at, at the AV Club. You know, they're just trying to do their, bo- their their jobs the best they can, the same the same as all of us in Chicago are. I think that it's it's a tough industry to break into. I think there are people out there who are trying to pay the bills and they need a job, and I think that. 
Vitriol for them, I think, would be misguided. The people who uh, readers should be angry at is not anyone who comes after us. I think it should be the people who um, who, who made these decisions in the first place. Yeah. Um, as the AV Club packs up and leaves Chicago, what do you think that city legacy will be uh, for the org as they, they kind of move forward? You know, I mean, I've always thought of Chicago as kind of a newspaper town. And, um, you know, I mean, it's it's this is the town of Roger Ebert. This might just be having lived in Chicago now for almost 20 years that I have this sort of pride in the city. But I've always felt that Chicago critics have uh, something of a little bit more of a, of a down-to-earth perspective on things. And uh, I hope those are qualities that can that can exist um, at the AV Club after this. Um, I don't know. Alex Dow, a film editor with the AV Club for the last 10 years. We appreciate you sitting down with us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Quick disclosure, I did a project back in 2019 with Gizmodo, which is owned by Geo Media. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. Dr. Allison Arwoody says the city's Omicron surge has peaked after cases skyrocketed to over 8,500 cases a day during the holidays. Now, positive tests have fallen, but Chicago did report a record 99 deaths between Tuesday and Wednesday. Cook County has reopened two mass vac sites, one in Forest Park, another in Matson. A third is going to open in Des Plaines on Saturday. You can still schedule at-home vaccination appointments through the city. More than 50 civil rights attorneys have signed a letter asking Mayor Lori Lightfoot to drop her plan to sue alleged gang members for assets, arguing it will result in numerous lawsuits. And some good news to get you through. The Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival kicks off today. It lasts 10 days and has over 100 performances to pick from. Check the show notes for more info. Remember, if you love CityCast Chicago, tell your friends, your family, your co-workers, the people sitting on public transit next to you about the podcast and newsletter. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Puppets, puppets, puppets everywhere. I mean, with all this Elmo Rocco biz, I imagine it's a good time for the puppet community.